Welcome back to the Highway to Health podcast. And thanks for connecting with us again on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. In this episode of the podcast, Dr. Calvin Roberts will be our featured guest. He is the president and CEO of the Lighthouse Guild, which is located in New York City. Recorded during June's Cataract Awareness Month, Dr. Roberts will be discussing identifying signs of cataracts and the importance of good vision, especially for professional drivers. He will also note the advances in eye surgeries. Dan Ronan will be your host for this edition of the Highway Health Podcast. And now let's hand it off to Dan for his feature interview with Dr. Calvin Roberts. Dr. Calvin Roberts joins us in Manhattan. He is a physician, MD, president of the chief executive officer of the Lighthouse Guild, the leading organization dedicated to providing exceptional services that inspire people who are visually impaired to obtain their goals because this is Cataract Awareness Month. Dr. Roberts, how seriously do we have to take the issue of cataracts? What is our seriousness level that we have to focus on this particular problem? Yeah, so it's really important, actually, for truckers because they need their vision as much as anyone. And, you know, one of the very, very earliest signs of development of cataracts is the glare of oncoming headlights. So truckers understand what happens when they're driving along in the snow and they get that salt on their windshield. You know what happens when you have salt on the windshield? If you're in the shade, you don't see the salt at all. But if you're in the bright sunlight, that bright sunlight sparkles against that white stuff on your windshield, and all of a sudden you get this huge amount of glare. So that optical concept of it looks fine in the dark, but it's like heck in the bright sunlight is exactly what's going on often with cataracts. So one of the first signs that you get is just oncoming headlights looking incredibly bright. Doctor, during your time as a practicing ophthalmologist, you performed, it says here, 10,000 cataract surgeries and 5,000 refractive and other corneal surgeries over this period of about almost 30 years. My question is, has the surgical techniques improved so much? Because I know a lot of people are like a surgery to their hand or their abdomen or whatever. No big deal. But when you start messing around with the eyes, they get a little skittish. And well, they should, because we all know how much we need our eyes. The surgery for cataract surgery has just changed dramatically over my career. What used to be something that someone had to go into the hospital, stay overnight, be out of work for weeks, has turned into something that you walk into the office, done in the office, takes maybe eight to ten minutes, a little bit of recovery, and you're out, and you're working within a day or two. So this has really, really changed from something that was a big deal to something that is really almost painless and recovers real quickly. So the apprehension that people used to have to getting their cataracts removed or having an implant, not to say it's not a big deal because any surgery is a big deal, but not nearly to the level of anxiety causing as it used to be. Right. You know what my definition of minor surgery is? That which someone else has. Any surgery on you is a big deal. So I never try to minimize what the surgery is and how it goes, but it's just the great blessing of our time is the fact that the surgery can be done easily and readily, and most people just get great results afterwards. So what should be the warning signs, doctor? You said glare, having a difficulty with light in terms of your vision. What are some of the other symptoms that our trucking brothers and sisters need to be concerned about? 
So, of course, it's your general vision. It's just that feeling that things just aren't so sharp the way they used to. Oh, gee, do I need to get new glasses? Maybe it's my glasses, people often say. Just check to see if I need a new prescription. It's usually a very early sign that people are starting to develop cataracts. The age is a factor, too. You know, by the time we're 90 years old, everyone's going to have cataracts. But some people develop cataracts in their 30s and 40s. Obviously, the sweet spot for most cataract surgery is really in the 60s and 70s, but often um, family history. So there's some families where people get cataracts in their 20s and 30s. There are some families where no one ever gets a cataract and can live to 90. We really do need to protect our eyes, and I'll speak about this from personal experience. I was a long-time wearer, up until a couple of years ago, of contact lenses. I started wearing contact lenses back when I was in high school. wore them pretty regularly, but I wore contact lenses a lot of the times and would shift between contact lenses and glasses during the course of the day. But finally, I went to my eye care professional a couple of years ago, and she said to me, you and contact lenses need to have an amiable breakup. She said, they're just drying your eyes out, even with the lenses that are more oxygen absorbent. She said, we need to have a separation. And I haven't gone back. And to be honest with you, I don't miss the hassle of putting the lenses in and the drops and the cleaning. I don't miss it at all. And I'm like, okay, no big deal. That was fun, but it's time to move on. Well, and I'm just the opposite. So I've worn contact lenses since I was a teenager because I thought my glasses were ugly and they yeah, kept with me you. from being able to play sports. And now I've been wearing them and I still wear them every single day, all day long. So I am so... Well, unfortunately, in my case, my eyesight's not that bad, and I can read everything without reading glasses, and I use the glasses to drive, and if I'm doing something distance-wise, if I'm flying, I use them when I'm flying an airplane when I do that, but it's something that she just said, your eyes just are starting to change, and as you get older, you don't need to put additional stress on your eyes by putting those things in your eyes, even if it's only for a couple hours a day. Okay, so I'm glad that she was attentive. It got you in the right direction. But this goes back to the larger point that we should, and especially those in the driving community, we should consider our eyes as important as the rest of our body. And we should make regular eye care appointments and we should get our vision checked regularly and get our pressure checked regularly and do all those things. We need to be concerned about what's going on above the neck as well as below the neck. And that's so true because in general, we all tend to respond to symptoms. If we feel something, if something hurts, if you feel sick, if something is this or that, now you get medical attention. But unfortunately, for the eye things, a lot of the eye things have no symptoms. We were talking earlier, you and I, about glaucoma. And glaucoma, there's no symptoms in the very earliest and moderate part of it. So if you don't go and you don't get your eyes checked, you'd never know until the point that it had permanently eaten away your vision that you needed to do something about it. Similarly with cataracts. Early in cataracts, there are no symptoms often. And the only way that you know that you're developing cataracts is by getting your eyes checked by your optometrist, ophthalmologist, or other eye care professional. About once a year, is that recommended? I think by the time you're in your 30s, 40s, once a year sounds like a great plan. Dr. Calvin Roberts joins us from New York City. He's the president and chief executive officer of the Lighthouse Guild, the leading organization dedicated to providing exceptional services for people who are visually impaired to obtain their goals. And we'll continue our conversation with the doctor. We are glad to have you along with us. You're listening to the Highway Health Podcast on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. 
If you would like to stay up to date on what's happening with Radio Nemo, please visit RadioNemo.com. You'll see the latest on the Dave Nemo Show, Dave Nemo Weekends, and the Tim Ridley Show. RadioNemo.com also has a blog section with news and notes from around the trucking industry. That web address is again, RadioNemo.com. Now folks, if you'd like to go further down the highway to health, we'd like to invite you to listen to The Dave Nemo Show on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. The trip down the highway to health on The Dave Nemo Show happens every Tuesday morning from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Now let's get you back to this edition of the Highway to Health Podcast on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. Dr. Calvin Roberts joins us. This is Cataract Awareness Month. Dr. Roberts is a noted MD and president and CEO of the Lighthouse Guild, the leading organization dedicated to providing exceptional services to people who are visually impaired. Dr. Roberts, if our listeners would like to find out more about your organization, what's the best way to reach out to you, sir? The easiest way to reach out to us is to go to our website, which is Lighthouse, L-I-G-H-T-H-O-U-S-E, Lighthouse.org. So there's a lot of information there. At the same time, I hope that people hear about and learn about our podcast series, because we have a great podcast series, which is called On Tech and Vision, where we talk about the really breakthrough ideas that people are working on that can really change the way people see, and particularly people who have limited vision, help them in their life, their activities of daily living. We want people who are visually impaired to be able to do all the things that people who have sight can do. Maybe not be a trucker, but do a lot of the jobs that maybe you wouldn't think that someone who is visually impaired could be able to do. So in this podcast series, I talked to some really extraordinary scientists and engineers who come up with really clever things that people are working on. So on tech and vision with Dr. Cal Roberts. Thank you. Dr. Roberts, do you ever think we're going to get to the point, maybe not in our lifetimes, but where blindness as a medical condition can be treated in such a way that many people who have got serious hearing deficiencies can now with ear implants can hear at a limited basis that people who have lost their eyesight will be able to see on a limited basis using artificial intelligence or some sort of other process? Do you think that's ever going to happen? Is that something that 20, 30, 50 years from now we may look at that and say, we have made significant medical improvements? Absolutely. If there's one thing I can give you 100% on, it would be that. Because the progress that we're Mm -hmm. making right now, both in terms of the prevention of vision loss and the treatment of vision loss, is extraordinary. And it's changing daily, weekly, monthly. The things that I was talking about two years ago that I thought were cutting edge, now I look back at them and say, oh my gosh, how primitive were we even just two years ago? So this is a field that's changing so rapidly and there's so much promise. So I am very, very excited about the future. A lot of R&D being done by these companies, the pharmaceutical companies, the medical device companies, they're doing a lot of R&D, I would presume. Yeah, and of course, a lot of it is coming out of the universities. A lot of it is being funded by the federal government. So there's a lot of really good stuff going on. So what I offer people is a lot of hope. There's so much hope for things that we can do to really help people going forward. So I'm excited. Is the major cause of loss of vision, is it because of accidents or is it because of disease? So in this country, the three leading causes of loss of vision are diabetes, which is a big one, 
glaucoma, and something called macular degeneration. So those are the three, and they are all conditions that primarily are going to affect adults. So what happens is people who had vision through their lifetime and then start losing their vision 40s, 50s, 60s, and then by the time they get older, they have lost their vision. Those are the three leading. Now, on top of those, obviously, you always have trauma. And accidents occur, unfortunately, and people lose their vision. You also have these genetic diseases that people, unfortunately, are born with, and they lose their vision. A lot of work going on now in gene therapy and ways to change people's genes so that these bad genes that some people are born with aren't going to cause them to lose their vision. A lot of hope there, a lot of opportunity coming up on that over the next couple of years. As we talk about diabetes, and as I've shared with the listeners before, I have this condition. I've had it now for 20 years. I manage it through medicine and exercise and diet. Loss of vision as a journalist, as a broadcaster, is something that every time I take metformin or I get on the treadmill or whatever it is, I keep thinking to myself, the one thing I don't want to lose is my vision. That's the one thing that connects me to everything that I'm able to do. And yeah, I could probably figure out a way to do it and work around it. But it's not something at this point in my life I want to do. So I think that if you've got diabetes, if you've got type 1 or type 2, the best thing you can do is manage it. Keep that A1C below 7, healthy eating, all those things, which contributes to good eye care and healthy eye care. That's so true. So many of the diabetics that we see, the bad diabetics, it all started in childhood where you may remember 20 years, 25 years ago, there was a big discussion about adolescent obesity. Families are just trying to get by and they're trying to feed their kids the best they possibly can on a limited budget. And kids are eating a lot of fast foods, which are calorie rich, just in order to give the kids something to eat and the kids were getting fat. And what happened to those obesity? obese adolescents, well, they turned into diabetics in their 40s and 50s and losing vision from that. And so you have to go back to that healthy eating even early with your kids and just make sure that your kids are eating properly, getting into the habit of eating properly, because there's a lot you can do just in those childhood and adolescent years to keep your kids healthy so they don't get these problems later on. Potato chips are nothing good. Carrots are better. (laughs) They sure are. In moderation, yeah, okay, but a bag of baby carrots are better than a bag of Jay's potato chips. As much as I like an occasional potato chip or a french fry, you're a lot better off, doctor, with a bag of baby carrots and maybe some dip than you are of the other stuff. You're absolutely correct for that. The other thing are the soft drinks. Coke and Pepsi, the high-test ones, a lot of sugar in them. Those aren't helpful either. That is a good point because that's the type of stuff that's going to send your blood sugar into hyperspace. And the other thing I've discovered is one who's, like I said, who manages diabetes myself, is that once your sugar levels get up, they peak, they start climbing into the red numbers, it takes a while sometimes hours, for your body to get rid of that stuff, either through elimination or whatever the case may be. It takes a while for your body to process all that stuff and to clean it all out. It sure does, but sometimes when we're a little bit tired and we just can take a little sugar rush just to kind of wake us up a little bit and get us going, and so it's always so tempting to eat some sugar just to help us, especially truckers who have to work so hard for such long hours and need to stay awake, so it's understandable. Listen, I have a lot of appreciation for what truckers are going through and how hard it is to do their job and to be on the road 
the way they are and have such responsibility, not only for themselves, but for what they're carrying in their trailer and obviously the crazy other people on the road that are trying to navigate. They have a really impossible job. So I give them a lot of slack because these guys are great. Dr. Roberts, got about a minute and a half left before we wrap things up. What is the message that you're giving to your patients that you see into your group, the Lighthouse Guild? What's your overriding message for this month as it is Cataract Awareness Month? Yeah, so it's really just to think about your eyes. It's so easy to take good vision for granted. Always had good vision. I've been blessed that way. I'm sure I'll always have good vision. And that's not always the case. It's an asset that's really, really important that we need to protect and take care of. And just the act of just going and just getting your eyes checked and somebody just take a look at them who knows what they're doing and just let them know that you're on the right path, that you're doing the right things, that there's something you need to do differently, whether it's to take eye drops, whether it's to change your glasses, whether it's something else, just to do that so we can protect these eyes because, wow, we need them. So it's our responsibility to protect them. Dr. Roberts, good conversation. Thanks for joining us for our Highway to Health segment today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. That closes out this edition of the Highway to Health Podcast. We would like to take this opportunity to thank you once again for spending part of your day with us on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. Now, folks, you can always find the Highway to Health Podcast through Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. And let's tell you about a few of the outlets where the podcast is available. You can listen to all of the episodes of the Highway to Health Podcast through our website, or you can subscribe to the podcast through all of the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon Music, and Google Podcast. Just go to wherever you get your podcast and search Highway to Health. The Highway to Health Podcast is a production of Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo.